LMFM Sunday Sport. Your sport, your station. Keen, um, um, when you take, uh, when you look at this game, you'd have to say this is a great achievement. You have witnessed something like this yourself, junior in 2012, intermediate in 2015, and senior in 2019 for report. Wolf Tones, the team that you were part of, uh, won the three championships in the space of four years. But it takes a great effort and takes a great bunch of players at the one time to do that. Oh, it absolutely does. You, you know, you need great commitment from lads. Oh. I thought there was going to be another goal for someone yeah, and there like might, might like be it. yet but look Ratoats have come a long long way there's, there's a lot of the same players have won the junior the intermediate and the senior so I suppose a special mention for them you know they deserve huge credit for I suppose their commitment and dedication and the ability look ultimately you have to have the ability and the know-how to win these competitions and they've shown us and they've been very dominant today in many respects in terms of their game and uh, Another unfortunate goes wide for Summerhill, but to be fair to Summerhill, a, a fantastic club and a great bunch of players that they have as well who've continued to battle right until the very end, even when the cause was lost. So, look, a special mention for them. It's very unfortunate to lose three senior finals in a row is a, a very tough uh, pill for them to swallow. But today is Retote's day. Thoroughly deserve victory for them. And look, to be fair, you were talking about man of the match earlier and really Joey Wallace was the was the star attraction today you know he really was every single time he was winning ball out in front he scored three points from play but he had a hand in so much in terms of getting uh, possession setting up scores winning frees yes. you know he was really the, the main man for them yeah I think Matty I think Matty would concur with that and I wouldn't concur yeah, I would with and, uh, Joey Wallace yeah I would and, and Eamon had a fine game I too I wouldn't have put the brother Eamon too far behind him you know, I think they were excellent Brian McMahon I think they were the three fellows who really caused Summerhill the huge problems in that first half uh, and in fairness around the middle of the field the centre half back you know uh, Gavin McGowan outstanding as well uh, Keith McCabe you know working tremendously hard on you know it's, it's like every team that's winning as, as uh, Keane and all it's hard to pick Barry, it out has just scored yeah. a late point for a free there to it's make hard, it it's hard to pick it out from a throw those who played badly that's the way it is 3.15 to 2.13 and that looks like being the final score five points separating the teams at the end and I'm sure David Goff is about to blow the full time whistle and we'll have an announcement I'd say about the man of the match but uh, I think Joey Wallace would shade it just over his brother Eamon um, I don't think anybody handled it that's the full time whistle the are the champions they've been beaten in the quarterfinals by a point in the last two years they won the junior in 2004 they won it again the junior in 2012 they didn't make an impact having won the junior in 2004 but they didn't make an impact when they won it in 2012 they won the intermediate in 2015 and in this their fourth year at senior level they have won the senior football championship that's a fine fine achievement it matches back with, uh, with the Wolf Tones achievement or compares with it anyway uh, the Wolf, Wolf Tones achievement of uh, some years back but a fine performance today they got things right on the day and they were well on the way to victory at half time when they had scored three goals in that first half a huge 
contribution to their victory. The first goal uh, coming from Eamon Wallace from a penalty after three and a half minutes. That was in reply to Kevin Ryan's goal, which came less than 30 seconds after the throw-in. But Eamon Wallace with the first goal. The second goal then came from uh, Conor Rooney and the third goal from Dahi McGowan. Uh, they try as they might, they couldn't get that fourth goal, but it didn't matter. They were patient, they were composed, and they knew they had this game won from quite a long way out, in fact. I suppose you'd have to say that once again, uh, goals just before half-time, a goal and a point on the run into half-time, and that last couple of minutes before half-time, a huge boost to a thought and put them in the driving seat, Matty. Definitely say that uh, you know Retort in the first half won the match. That's where the game was won and lost. Summerhill would say that's where Summerhill lost it as well. Summerhill never really came to the party in terms of the aggression, uh, the tackling that's needed, uh, and, and you know I suppose it's maybe difficult to do it when the opposition you're playing are playing such good football. But uh, Retort dominated around the middle of the field. They dominated around that half back line, and the ball that was going into Joey Wallace, Brian McMahon, and Eamon Wallace was top class stuff dropping in in front of them they were able to take on the man all three of them were blessed with plenty of pace so they were able to get on the ball they were able to cause problems they were able to break that first line of Summerhill's defence and Summerhill's were never able to deal with it you know a couple of areas as well you know a couple of balls into that goal mode Summerhill didn't deal well with them and uh, I suppose a little bit of doubt began to creep around uh, the Summerhill defence and, and the Summerhill forwards stayed very, very static all the time. Full forward line never moved outside the 20-meter line. Our half-forward back, our half forward line never really got in the tackles. Like I said, David Goff had an excellent job out there in refereeing, but he could have sat in the stand almost and refereed it. Summerhill didn't really make retort Airden, I suppose, the scores that they got as much as they should have had. There's no doubt about the best team. Retort were the best team. They looked confident on everything they did throughout the afternoon. Like I said earlier, it's very hard to pick out a retort that who didn't have a good game out there today. They all played very, very well. They were all very comfortable on the ball. And at the end of the day, you know, someone he'll be very disappointed. Lose three champions senior finals in a row is as Keane says, that's a tough one to take. But at the end of the day, like no doubt someone he'll go away. Take it on the chin, lick their wounds and uh, start all over again next year. But right now, full credit for it all. Uh, great for that club up there to win the championship. Three goals and 15 points, Keane. That's what they ended up with for Toad. You'd have to say that is championship winning, uh, st- a championship winning statistic on its own. The reality is, Brendan, you would expect in a county final that 15 points would win you a game. I mean, if you score three goals in any game of football, you expect to win the match. If you concede three goals, you know you're not going to win. So, I mean, 15 points alone is a big enough score. To, to score 315 is, is exceptionally impressive. But you would have to say that there's two teams involved in the game. And Summerhill probably will look back with a little bit of regret at how open they left themselves and how exposed they actually left their six defenders in the first half particularly because when you play against what what effectively is an inter-county forward line in what Retote have with Brian McMahon, Joey Wallace and Eamon Wallace and let's face it their key attribute is their is their is their speed, their ability to turn sharply and their and their and their pace. So I mean there's there's no logic to leaving them with space to play into. Logically, you have to narrow the space, make the game a little bit of a war, make it a low-scoring game. Today's game needed to be low-scoring for Summerhill to win it. When it was going to be a shootout, Retote's uh, 
retorts athleticism power and you know that that extra bit of quality that they would have with the likes of Joey Wallace and Brian McMahon I mean that that's always going to hurt you when you play that brand of football against a team like Retoad so you, you probably have to approach the game a little bit differently look Summerhill were very very brave in going out and going at the game but they never got a platform in the middle of the field in that that middle eight they didn't get enough possession and then when they did get possession they were their use of it wasn't good and then on the flip side of it they didn't get enough bodies back early enough to block up the space for Retoad and Retoad actually got an awful lot of what I would consider to be quite easy scores there where they were under no pressure with an ability to kick the ball over the bar now I have played against this Retoad team and it is by no means easy to do what I'm saying it's a very very tough task and you could do all of those things and still lose the game against when you're playing against quality opposition but it's it's just a little bit disappointing for Summerhill because I'm sure they would have had expectations to make it very very difficult for a toe to get scores and unfortunately for them they just had a few disappointing turnovers up front and when you have those turnovers up in your attacking third and you have players committed to the attack you leave yourself open and exposed and Retote in fairness to them they took the right option more often than not and they really really punished Summerhill quite severely now, Keen, uh, in a fortnight's time, Retoat, of course, will be taking on, I do believe it's Gary Castle they'll be taking on uh, in the Leinster Club Championship. They have experience at Leinster Club level, winning uh, the Intermediate a couple of years ago. And, uh, well, let's, we're go- we're, before, we take, before we take a break, and we're going to take a break, and then we'll be coming back for more here from Park Talton. But before we take a break, did you fancy Retoat to be in the shake-up for the Senior Championship at the beginning because Wolf Tones had beaten them by a point in the quarter-final last year the year before they got beaten in two quarter-finals by a point in, in, in the last two years Oh look so look. if you look at the talent that Retote have at their disposal and the quality of players and the quality of players they have coming through their underage setup, I mean they're absolutely contenders and they're contenders every season and anybody who would think any different doesn't know anything about football I mean there was a there was a sort of a, a myth going around that Retote didn't have the required physicality well I can tell you from playing against them even three years ago that that was a complete myth it was a nonsense because they have some lively kind of smaller in stature uh, whoever said that didn't play against them in the yeah, well, or 70s so, so like these are the sort of things and now everybody will turn around and say oh Retote have, uh, have got more physicality to their game it's actually got nothing to do with it they always had those tools but they've matured into, into a probably a better team in terms of uh, the experience that they've had and you know there's nothing there's nothing clips the ego of a group of players than a few hard defeats and in fairness to Retote they've had some hard defeats and they've come back and they're a very comprehensive very solid team and like when you have a fella like Conor Hearn who I believe scored 4-7 in the first championship game this year and he's only coming on when the game is over for five minutes I mean that's a reflection of the players that they have at their disposal so I mean they're they're champions now and in fairness to them I would expect them to do I would be very disappointed if they didn't do Mead uh, you know proud in the Leinster club championship because they have they have the tools to do it and uh, if they have the, the appetite and hunger for it I think they should do very well in the Leinster Club Championship as well. Right, Cian, we're at that. Uh, we're going to take a break. And we t- uh, Gary Castle, it uh, away game for a thought. It'll be played, I think, in Cusick Park in Mullingar. Uh, that's in a fortnight's time. Uh, that's all to look forward to. But at the moment, we, we're going to take a break and join us uh, back in a couple of minutes' time here in Park Talton. 
Yes, uh, welcome back here to Power Talton where the presentation has been confirmed and it has been confirmed indeed that Joey Wallace is the man of the match. He received the Colum Cromwell Trophy. Colum Cromwell, of course, who was very involved here on County Final Day for many a long year. As originally a Screen club man and then eventually a Simonstown club man. But uh, the Man of the Match Award called after Colum Cromwell in honour in honor of him. And uh, that's going to be presented now to Joey Wallace in a moment's time. And then Kieran O'Farry uh, will receive the Keegan Cup. Um, the latest in a line of uh, non-mead men, if you like, to have uh, received the Keegan Cup. I remember John Quinn uh, getting it for Summerhill and Cormac Quinn, uh, by coincidence, a Monaghan man getting it for Centralstown as well. And I'm sure there have been others along the list of Keegan Cup winners as well. But it's going to be Kieran O'Farry today anyway, despite that black card. And I see John Cavanagh down there getting ready for the various presentations. But uh, Keen, Keen Ward is still with me. Keen, you got the Man of the Match award here in 2006, of course, for your performance for Wolf Tones against O'Mahony's. It is a great honour but I think the greater honour is the uh, being county champions. I think that's what Joey Wallace will get more of a thrill out of and I'd say that was uh, your feeling on the occasion as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, you don't, in fairness, the longer you play football, you realise you don't actually care how you get over the line if you play well yourself or not as long as you end up with the cup at the end of the game and look, those are tote lads are going to, you know, thoroughly, hopefully thoroughly enjoy this success because county championships are hard earned and in fairness to them they've you know it's, it's an interesting thing because the, the two Wallaces didn't really play for them in the early stage of the championship you know they only came in maybe for the last uh, the last last group game or two so when you see the impact that they've made in the, in the, in the kind of the big games of the knockout stages that's another indication of the depth of their squad well, uh, if there's one team that just might be kicking themselves a little bit this evening, it might be Gail Colum Kill, because Gail Colum Kill outplayed with Tote in the first half of the semi-final. Now, they did fall apart in the third quarter inexplicably, but um, they were, they, they, they did look, you know, that this would mean that Gail Colum Kill were probably the team that ran with Tote closest. Yeah, certainly. Of course they'd be disappointed, and, and Kells have been, you know, exceptionally consistent over the last number of seasons and unfortunately for them they've, they've seen to just have you know, maybe an underperformance or a little bit of luck not going their way at crucial stages in the big games and look they certainly gave Ratoat a very good game of it and ultimately they just came up short but look Simonstown you know were in a winning position against Sar Hill and gave you know gave possession away when they could have retained it and ran down the clock and they'll look at this and think it's another championship that they've left behind them so there'll be a lot of teams that will be certainly uh, sticking Ratoat in their crosshairs and hoping to have a good shot at the next season so you know county champions for today but there's already everyone else is already patting your downfall I, I'm, I'm going to leave it there because we're competing against the public address system and the speeches have been made John Cavan is making a speech he's about to present the, the Keegan Cup to Kieran O'Farrig the withhold captain and of course the man of the match uh, will be presented to Joey Wallace as well Yes, uh, welcome back here to Park Talton where I've been joined by the winning retort captain, Kieran O'Farry. Kieran, um, first of all, heartiest congratulations on a very, very comprehensive win. That was absolutely huge. Thank you very much, Brandon. Um, oh, look, at we had we had our own targets at the start of the year and even today, so we, we got off to a bad start, but that's the, the character of the team, the character of the lads that I, that I play along, like, alongside. What, so we're just delighted to get over the line and 
Well, out there, there's been a shift, and, and thank God it worked out for us today. Well, it, 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 you couldn't have got off to a worse start, conceding a goal practically from the throw-in. Yeah, I know, and that's something we, we were talking about before the game that we wanted to avoid, because we know the Summerhill did it two weeks ago against Summerhill. But look at it, I think, as again, it showed the character of the lads. They, they didn't panic, didn't, didn't put the heads down, and they, they stuck at it, and we got back into the game after that there. And one of the things that had to be a concern for supporters and, indeed, officials in the build-up to the game was how would Rathod keep a lid on appearing in their first final, whereas Summerhill were appearing in their third consecutive final. That was a big difference in terms of experience. And the big question was, among a lot of neutrals, how would Rathod handle it? Obviously, you got that right. Yeah, uh, we just, to be honest, we just kept the head down. Uh, we didn't think, we didn't overthink it. Uh, we weren't talking about history or anything else. We said, look at lads, it's just another game. I think that's the way we approached it and uh, it worked out for us. And uh, then when you did when you did get Eamon Wallace's goal from the penalty after, you know, in reply to uh, Summerhill's early early goal, well, I'd, I'd say that you you felt, well, this is going, going to go according to plan or we're certainly in with a chance, whereas when... Uh, Summerhill got that early goal things were looking a little bit dark but it was very early in the game Ah yeah look at if you're going to concede a goal it's probably the best time to concede a goal because you have another 58 minutes to get, get back into the game so we didn't panic um, we knew ourselves that we, like, we were still in the game like you know so of course when the goal went in it, it gave us a bit of, get a bit of hope or, uh, and then in fairness uh, the lads they, 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 they kicked on and we put the ball over the bar and took our chances there you know well, you're looking, looking for the big double now with Gildor in the Donegal Championship as well and their replay against Nave Connell. They're drawn at full time, that's all I heard. And I think it's gone into extra time, so I hope the lads go over the line now so we'll have a double celebration so we will. I'm, sh- I'm sure they're keeping an eye on what's, what's happening with you here today as well. I'm sure, I'm, sure that that, I'm sure that that's happening as well. I'm sure they are. Like, uh, talking to a lot of the lads last night and during the weekend, uh, washing me luck and everything else. So that's it, they'd be keeping an eye on me. There's a few from Gildor up today, look at the game. So um, I'll look at hopefully they go over the line. So. I'll celebrate our victory up here. I'm a retort man now, so... <laughs> you definitely are after today, anyway. So congratulations <laughs> and thanks, thanks, for, thanks for joining us, Keir. Thank thanks you, thank very you, much indeed. Also, it is man of the match, Joey Wallace. Joey, congratulations, uh, first of all, on winning your first senior championship medal, and congratulations as well on your man of the match award, because that makes it that makes it even... That's the icing on the cake. I uh, mainly was just getting the win today, you know. We focused all week on just performing and... Uh, Suppose it worked out all right. Just a few dodgy moments, few nerves at the start as well. We've seen nearly got, but we stuck to the plan and worked out. They weren't really that dodgy, and as Kieran was saying, when you did concede the goal, you certainly conceded it early enough to recover from. And as he was saying, if you're going to concede a goal, that's the time to concede it. But at the time, it was a severe setback. You're in your first final, and all of a sudden, from the throw-in, you're a goal down. Yeah, you know, well, we have reliable boys that can win the kick out straight from that goal. They keep McCabe, you know, probably has the best hands in the county, I'd say. And, and uh, of course, uh, then the second half, you got the goal, Dahi McGowan's goal just before half time, and a point as well just before half time. And they're huge psychological uh, scores to get uh, before the break, and that certainly damaged the morale of any opposition. Yeah, I you know, especially Dahi got the late call up to start the game, and look how he played, he was unreal today, so fair play to him, you know. It's a great year. A lot of you have been together now for quite a number of years at underage level and that, so there is a great spirit of camaraderie. Oh, yeah, I suppose a lot of thanks has to go to, you know, Dermot Rooney coaching us underage. Uh, he probably coached 90% of this team at some stage, so big shout out to him for all the training he did, especially when we were only under the age of 10 and that, so he developed all them skills early for us to help us today as well, so it shows in the end. 
but uh, getting Davy Burden then of course he he had a role to play and as I say didn't allow too much distractions in uh, on, on your first uh, county final appearance because it is it can be difficult if you let the hype get to you yeah no Davy was very good he brought in uh, he, was, uh, he was involved with Dublin he brought in a lot of that as well so he's, as he said avoid the French talk that's what he says so we tried to do that as much as we could now, what's the what's the plan how big a thing will it be you have a bank holiday weekend to win a county final on bank holiday weekend is extra special but there is a game against Gary Castle in a fortnight's time and uh, on the evidence of today uh, you have the ability to make a challenge in to, 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 to make a challenge in Leinster yeah I suppose I, any game after today is we're gonna it's a bit of a bonus we didn't even look at that yet so we didn't even know we're playing Gary Castle so we're focused on something real completely a lot of football played together now and as I say great spirit there'll be great enjoyment and uh, tonight and in the celebrations junior in 2012 intermediate in 2015 it's a remarkable achievement to win the three major championships in such a relatively short space of time yeah and it's, it's, it's the same crop of players as well you know I might just give a shout out to Brian Power and Bobby Ryan who emigrated you know they played key parts in bringing us to seniors as well so they deserve a big uh, Big plaud as well for what they did for us as well. Yeah, fair play to uh, fair play to you for mentioning them because, uh, in fairness, a lot of people in the build-up to the game would have been saying, uh, without Brian Power and Bobby O'Brien, their key players were told to, you know, the, the, and in the first final, that they won't be able to do it. Well, yeah, well, they probably, hopefully they'll come back as well. You know, you never know, but um, I say they're enjoying life as well. So. It's a win-win for both camps, I'd say. Absolutely. Joy, congratulations on your great achievement today and on your personal performance. Well done, and thanks very much for joining us as well. Joey Wallace there, man of the match, and, of course, senior championship medalist, and uh, he's, he's gone off on it, and tell you, he's a very happy man, and another happy man is the other man wearing the opposite jersey in the opposite corner to Joey, some full forward line uh, with Joey Wallace, Brian McMahon, and, of course, Keane O'Brien in the number 14 jersey as well. Brian, congratulations on, on winning the senior championship. Thanks a million. No, I'm a bit. Uh, I think I'm still lost for words. To be honest, I just can't can't believe it. It's been such a journey, and I'm just so happy for for everybody in that club. I mean, we uh, we there was a lot of talk about making history, and to think like we we came from where we did only a number of years ago. Uh, I'm just I'm just so over the moon with it. Um, I'm just, I'm just so happy. Like, I can't really think, come up to words, to be honest. Yeah, well, what, what did you think? You're, you're after being beaten in 2017 and 2018 in the quarter final, each time by a point. So, you know, where was the hope there? Did you just say, well, it's not going to be, or do you come out fresh and full of vigour for next year? How much, how much of that is down to management to get you going again after those disappointments? Well, I think the first thing we'd have to say is that we'd have to acknowledge the, the good work we, we did the, the previous years. Um, you know, with Fergie Power managing us and Hugh Kenny, the guys, we we, we made great strides and we, we were we were improving the whole time. We always felt we just had that bit of naivety and we were a bit younger and um, we probably expected things to come a bit easier than than they did. Um, but this year, I, I guess we, we had to take we had to learn from those hard uh, losses. So um, I think it's just much as down to the lads learning and maturing.
learn a bit and, and starting to kind of control a bit more from a player's perspective, get the right culture in the team. And I think that's what we, we really focused on the last few months is that this needs to be player driven. So um, that was, uh, I think that might be the, the main thing that, that got us over the line. I suppose then you built the experience from 2012, the junior in 2012, you'd Leinster campaigns as well, which actually turned out to be a help to prepare you for the next grade, 2012, 2015 in the intermediate. And, uh, you know, this is only your fourth year, but the group would be at a good age to win to win a championship absolutely yeah no, we think we, we fancy ourselves going into every game and we're, we're a bit you know we have that sort of young vibrant sort of go hell for leather and, and not really worry about the results uh, kind of way of playing and, and um you know, yeah, we, we, we always back ourselves, so uh, we, we definitely will fancy our, our chances against any of the teams. But as Joey said, it's it's bonus territory from now on, and uh, we'll uh, we'll probably just enjoy this and then think about that in the later in the week. I think for you personally, 2019 will certainly be the year to remember as well. Uh, Me, the winning promotion to Division One of the National League, and then uh, advancing to the Super Eights as well. And you personally, you've had a good year, but this. This uh, is just another step on it and uh, another campaign just around the corner as well. So, uh, good good times for yourself. Yeah, I'm enjoying my football and uh, that makes it all, all a bit easier. And, uh, you know, when, when the results and the wins are coming, it's just uh, it's just it's just about going, going about your, your work and, uh, and, yeah, it's just enjoying it. I uh, can't put it down to anything specific, just trying to enjoy my football a bit more this year. So, um, I just, yeah, just, just want to keep that going now keep that momentum going obviously into to next year with the strides we made with Mead um, and we want to keep that momentum going uh, with the club and county and I, I'm, I'm presuming there will be a reasonably mature approach to uh, to the celebrations always always mature yeah there'll be uh, there'll, there'll be a few boys that'll uh, try to lead us astray I'd say but we'll uh, <laughs> we'll see how we get on anyway Brian again congratulations and thank you very much for joining us amid all the celebrations thanks very much indeed Brian McMahon there retort and Mead corner forward he's had a great year uh, Brian McMahon uh, he's had a great year with both Mead and Retort, uh, playing a, a very big part in uh, Mead playing a very big part in Mead's promotion uh, in, to Division 1 of the National League and also uh, getting to the Super 8s and then of course coming along with Retort as well good year for Brian McMahon good year for Joey Wallace maybe as well uh, big loss to me Joey Wallace and Eamon on their form in the last uh, couple of championship games but uh, Brian McMahon Conor McGill uh, definitely uh, 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 will have fond memories of 2019 so well indeed yeah and uh, Brian McMahon uh, you know an excellent game out there again today um, uh, well, I think we said before the match you know that the two Wallaces Eamon and Joey and Brian McMahon would certainly be a cause of problems for Summerhill if they didn't deal with it and in fairness to the retorts, they, they got the very best out of them three lads today. Have to compliment the three lads, you know, because they, they, they dug in deep, worked very, very hard all through the game. And when the opportunities came, they were well able to take them. I think the penalty was a big one because Summerhill had to score in that early goal, which would have been a huge boost to Summerhill. Not so sure now that if an early goal is the best thing to get anymore. But... Uh, Eamon Wallace took the penalty and absolutely buried it, you know, so that was vital. I mean, if there was any, if they hadn't got that, you know, you'd never know how things would pan out. A little bit of panic might have set in, but they were very comfortable, never went away from their game plan the whole day. And uh, like I said, Jordan McComsey there was very hard to find a retort player who, who didn't have a good game out there today. They made a couple of substitutions, there was more to do with injury than anything else, you know. Uh, 
and when you look back on it, you're Conor McGill at full back, but he, he wasn't one, probably the standout player today. Nevertheless, the defence for retort were very, very effective. And he does what he does efficiently. Oh, he does, he does it very, very well, you know. So the county lads, and, and I'm sure Andy McIntyre and his co-selectors will be having a look out here today, and there'll be one or two more lads uh, from retort who, if they're interested, will probably get the call. Matty, um, overall, uh, I suppose a little bit of it, apart from the, 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 you know, one-way traffic basically in the second half today, although there was only five points in the end, but um, you'd have to say it was a great day at the same time because we're told played really well, it's a new name new kids on the block, the first time uh, to have their name on the Keegan Cup only the fourth year at senior level and a glorious day weather wise, a very very big crowd and a great occasion it, it, like yeah. that, that's what you want really for county final day Absolutely. I mean, everybody, I know, obviously from Summerhill to be very, very disappointed. You know, losing a, a championship final is, is difficult enough, but when you lose the third one in a row, maybe makes it a little bit yeah, harder. Just, uh, just for the record yeah. there on that one, uh, Screen were the last to lose three in a row back in uh, the last four in a row, actually. Yeah. Beware. 19, <laughs> 1956, 57, 58 and 59, Screen lost yeah. uh, four successive finals, Sidden in the first one and three to Omahanis, three successive ones to Omahanis, I think. Mm. So um, that that would be an unwanted record, but it is hard to recover. From, it is very hard to recover from that. To be, you know, the only bright thing on the Summer Hill uh, horizon is the fact that their minors contested a county final today, and although they didn't win it, it was a very very good game and plenty of promise there for the future. Oh, there is, yeah. Summer Hill won't go away. There'll be no doubt about that. I mean, uh, Summer Hill has a lot of courage there, a lot of resilience in them players and uh, resilience in the club itself you know there's a lot of people working extremely hard behind the scenes Pat Jennings the chairman you know uh, uh, he, he, he'd be a, a good committee there former player as well a former player yeah and there's a huge amount of young lads uh, like Mark Riley Adrian Kenny and these lads walking down on the rage so that goes somewhere he won't go away uh, they'll take a little while to uh, uh, recover from this I've no doubt you know but they'll, they'll, they'll come again next year and I've no doubt they'll, they'll be very competitive again Make no predictions about what they'll do or what they want to but you were talking about the county final itself and it was a glorious day huge crowd uh, great son a little bit on the chilly side but great to see Ken Rennix great to see Ken Rennix what a powerful footballer he was you know people were maybe who, who wouldn't have had the pleasure of seeing videos of these great players. county final programme absolutely a top class again you know I, I mean Mead County Board would be very proud and very privileged of uh, what happened out here today uh, the, it, it was dealt with very well Dinny McNamara you know the, that yes, we didn't get to mention Dinny on yeah. the radio, so we, we will mention Dinny McNamara yeah. as a, as a guest. He wasn't the guest of honour like Ken Rennick yeah. was, but he was a guest. And uh, Dinny McNamara is only one of two survivors of the 1951 Mead team that won the National League in uh, New York in 1951. They beat New York in the final, and Dinny was a ball in a bracket man. He was on the panel. He didn't play in the in the in the final in the Polo Grounds, but he he was a ball in a bracket man. He um, subsequently emigrated to America in 1957 and he was back home in Ballinabracky at the moment so it was nice to see him here at the game oh, today yeah, and being introduced to the crowd I think yeah, I think it was a wonderful moment wonderful for him as well wonderful for Ballinabracky club and wonderful for Mead football uh, to show that people haven't forgot uh, the history of, of, of who played and who didn't and is around today, you know, and, and I, I have no doubt that he was absolutely chuffed about that. He's 95 years of age, 
and uh, heading back to America next. He's living out there in Florida now. Living there since 57. 57, so, And yeah, still so. very interested and up to date with yeah. Balnebracki and me, G. Yeah, and listens into LMFM, I believe, on a regular occasion. Anyhow, the county final was a glorious day, you know, and the game in the first half, there was some, uh, you know, retort played some beautiful football in that first half. Some great play, you know. Summerhill never really seemed to have the energy or that kind of aggression that was needed to get stuck in, but Retort played some great football, uh, took some great scores, and like that hammer road, they dealt with it well. I mean, the captain spoke very well there about, you know, if you're going to concede a goal, you might as well concede in the first minute, give you a chance to walk it back, and then fairness to him, they did it very well. Great honour for a club, great to be here, to see a club win a championship for the very first time. And, you know, you have to pay tribute now to the people over the last number of years in our thoughts who've worked extremely hard at the underage level to produce minor teams under 16 under 14 and uh, to see the fruition of it here today maybe they're not always mentioned when it comes to the final day but a lot of people have worked extremely hard to make sure that this day might happen great point Matty great point uh, thank you very much indeed well just a reminder that the Mead Junior Football Championship final replay between uh, between Moyla and uh, Clannagale that has been fixed for Ashbourne on Wednesday night throwing at 8 o'clock and of course uh, Summerhill well they will or uh, Rathoth will play Gary Castle in the Leinster Club Championship in a fortnight's time Nobber will play Dunlavin of Wicklow in the Intermediate Championship also in a fortnight's time and the winners, winners of Wednesday night's uh, Junior Championship replay Clannagale or Moyla uh, well they will face Ballinacargi of Westmead in the Leinster Junior Club Championship also in a fortnight's time but the big news uh, from uh, Port Halton this afternoon sent Column Kills are minor football champions and of course it's uh, Rathoth who are the senior football champions for the first time ever uh, leaving the field now at the moment I see uh, Conor McGill uh, one of the last to leave the field he's holding on to the Keegan Cup actually as he leaves the pitch as darkness starts to fall here in Park Talton the final score in the senior Ferryhouse Steel Senior Football Championship 2019 Rathoth 3 goals and 15 points Summerhill 2 goals and 13 points and with that, it's back to you in the studio, David. LMFM Sunday Sport. Your sport, your station.